Hi, I'm Kate. Hey, I'm Leia. Uh, this is the Truth Booth podcast. We are fucking fresh off the heels of recording with our very special guest, Michael Halpern. Yeah, can you believe it, you guys? Like, we literally had one goal and one goal only. Not, not like anything like, let's get like... 300 listeners, which we did. Which, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> but like uh, our one goal was when we started this to get a cast member to come on and like We got out. our favorite dude. And we got fucking Michael. And we were honest with him and he was honest with us and it was great. And we're going to we're gonna share with you that interview. Yeah, that'll be coming up at the end of this ep. Um, we're not going to tell you what timestamp so that you have to listen to the whole thing yeah, to no figure it out. Yeah, no skipping, motherfuckers. No skipping. Um, but can you even fucking believe it? And thanks, Alon, for lending us your mic and, and your wisdom. Um, oh, yeah. We appreciate it. Big time. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, I guess we should get into it. Uh, yeah, this is probably going to be a relatively quick recap just because we have so much sick Michael content we want to give you. Yeah. So, okay. So this is the last fucking episode of this season. Um, yeah. Just to refresh on our rules, we do not slut shame. No, we don't endorse violence. And we have literally to this day still not looked up the probability. So I guess... We didn't know they were going to get it wrong. Yeah, well, I, I've i been speculating that they were going to lose for a while. So, all right, I guess let's kick it into the episode. Um, I kind of forget where we start off. Oh, yeah, they get nine beams or celebrating. Right, so they think they, they think they have it all figured the fuck out. But like I said, last episode, they don't know out of the three which, like, you know... There were six variables. Yeah. There were six variables. They weren't sure, you know, where goes where. And because Shannon didn't stick to the original plan, they had less information. It was a 50-50, I would say. It was 50-50, something like that. Or maybe like a third. Maybe like yeah, 33. Like th- yeah. Either so way. So they decide they're going to turn up because... Uh, they think they got it in the bag. Right, right. And... um. Let's see what happens. I mean, I think this was the episode. <laughs> Sorry, we're really excited and like I'm kind of drunk a to little, be honest. A little shell shocked from our sick vid call with the lovely Michael. Um, but uh, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, which is you know just anxiety fighting against my physicality. Um, when did? Catherine and Ozzy sleep together. That was totally in this episode, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So basically, <laughs> Catherine and Ozzy sleep together right, because they because think- they learn that they're not a match, and Hannah and Ozzy are not a match. And like, I don't know. I don't really. Well, you'll hear what Michael has to say about it, which I think is pretty illuminating. Sorry, I, we're just really obsessed with Michael right now. So, so that's the opening. It's not that interesting, from what I remember. And then they go to the challenge. The challenge, which includes the word barf. I don't oh my remember God, the I, actual name of the challenge. I think like, it was called Eat, Pray, Barf. Eat, Pray, Barf. <laughs> which is literally how I felt when I watched that Eat, Pray, Love. When I watched Eat, Pray, Love, I literally felt like I was in a barf the whole time. It was horrible. Yeah, I hate chick movies. JK. It's not even a chick movie. It's just like a fucking, like, disgusting, like... I've never seen it. <laughs> it's not good. Don't. It took me, like, 72 hours to watch because it, I had to pause it and like leave it. It's like it's terrible. It's E Pray Barf. It should have been the actual title. In this challenge, <laughs> <laughs> moving on, in this challenge, they had to 
Basically, they would read a description of someone. And the boys had to um, agree to take on some sort of disgusting... Fear factor. Fear factor-esque food task in order to win a date. Um, Boy, were they disgusting. So the first one, (laughs) the description of the woman was that she looks for any excuse to eat chicken wings and watch watch football football and drink beer. And then Joey... Is like, that's my girl Cass. I'm going to win it. Even though that is so not helpful. And he should have, what he really should have done has been like, Derek, you, you get this one. This is definitely Cass. Although, you know, it did seem like Derek faltered a bit because um, the thing that they had to do to win the date was drink a smoothie of warm fish guts. Yeah, but if it would, if, but if Joey had been like, yo, you have to do this. I know for sure this is Cass. Like, you have to do this. Like, Four that if you were gonna get eight hundred thousand dollars split, like I would even I would do it. I'm vegan, I would fucking do it. That's really bold of you. I don't and then eight hundred thousand dollars you would not drink fish guts, dude. Come on. I would, but I really would not be happy about it. No, you don't have to be happy about it. Um so Joey chugs the fish guts. And then immediately, like, turns around and barfs, and Ryan is so grossed out. Just really funny. Is Ryan, why is Ryan grossed out, though? Because that's fucking gross. He's a human, just like you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, a god amongst so men. Joey, <laughs> so, Joey won that one. And then I can't even remember what the description was for the second Something one. Something about skydiving. Oi. And then they're like, it's gotta be, it has to be either Shannon or Hannah. And I'm like, neither of those girls want to skydive. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot we probably weren't seeing. Yeah, also, yeah. Exa- I, but this I one s- Derek decided to go for, and he had to eat a pig ear. No, pig skin. Wet pig skin. It's like, because if it were pork rinds, that's like less offensive. No, I thought it was pig ear. It was pig skin. What's the difference? Pork rinds are dehydrated well, it wasn't pig por- skin. No, I didn't think it was pork rinds. I it just- wasn't. It was raw pig skin. It wasn't so dehydrated just- and salted. And right. Like- I just thought it was raw pig ear. Maybe. Anyway. Ear seems like more intense than skin. Ear seems like maybe human teeth couldn't even get no, through well, it. No, the ear is made of cartilage. It's very chewy. It's, it's like very chewy. It's very chewy. It's very chewy. <laughs> Have you ever eaten a pig's ear? It's very chewy. I no, ate- but I ate face bacon once. I know you're vegan, so that's going to gross you out, but it was mad good. It was at Stone Barns at Blue Hill. Okay, well, they, they raise their pigs right they before do. they slaughter them. It was, like, one of the better things I've ever fucking eaten. Yeah. Um, I follow uh, Teddy, Teddy's sister it works there, actually. Oh, my God, really? She works at uh, Stone Barns, not at Blue Hill, but they obviously get all their ingredients from Stone Barns. And she, I met the guy who kind of, like, runs or I guess takes care of all the pigs and I started following on Instagram and there's like all these cute little pictures of the adorable pigs and then like the next photo will be like a pig hanging upside down slit down the middle with like guts falling out but I gotta <laughs> say like even if you're no I mean vegan like that's kind of the, the natural listen yeah yeah you don't gotta tell me like no I, I know you know yeah I'm I agree so that's where I ate face bacon. That's so. the best place to eat face bacon. I, I approve of it. It is that. a little gross. They decided to flat out just call it face bacon. Well, you need to you need to be in touch with what you're eating. Right. Like it's stupid that everything's so desensitized that I can just like cut salami off the of like that, a log and right. like have no idea. The fact what that you I'm can eating. eat a McDonald's chicken nugget. 
I don't do that shit. I know, but I'm just saying in, one in can, general, yeah, one sure. can eat a McDonald's chicken nugget and feel fine about it. But rather, like, if they were told what was in it, they might not eat it. But if you're told you're eating face bacon, then you eat it, and you're like, oh, wait, this is actually good. You should never waste a part of an animal that you kill. You should. That's true. You should eat right. the whole fucking thing. Anyway, so tangent. That's been our ethics of uh, meat eating seminar. Yeah. Come um, at me on my vegan podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, no it's my fuck. Twitter in my life. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Derek accidentally wins a date with Tyranny, who... They had last week um, traded in so they can oh, sorry. not go into the truth booth. Um, so this was a wash. This A complete. So it's like if you want to inquire into like why they lost, I think it's actually a combination of a lot of things. Like fuck Shannon for doing what she did last week, but also this was just botched. Yeah. This was just a wasted fucking opportunity. Yeah. I, I mean, the challenge should have allowed them. It should have been a challenge that, like, gave them the opportunity to actually pick who they wanted to go into the truth booth with or, like, made it a little, like, less opaque. Yeah, exactly. That way they could actually get information. Or Joey shouldn't have fucked up. Or Joey, know. like, really shouldn't have done what he did to approve something. Like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, no one... And they're not even together. Now we know that Cass is with Birthday Mike. Yeah, Cass is with fucking Birthday Mike, We got y'all. so much fucking dirt from... Or I spent a long-ass time last night watching Instagram live... Um, I'm glad birthday Mike, I guess, got something in the end. Honestly, they always seemed like a pretty good fit to me. Yeah. Um, True. It's just, yeah, yeah, a waste of of everyone's fucking time. They go on a date. I don't even remember what the the date was because who cares? Oh, they go on a yacht, but it's not really a yacht. It's like a fucking boat. Yeah. It's not a yacht. I've been on a yacht. Don't call your pauper's boat a fucking prince's yacht, motherfuckers. Just kidding. I don't care. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't really got semantics. <laughs> so, uh, so Joey and Cass get sent to the truth booth, but they, they take the trade. They take the trade. Okay. Meanwhile, Whatever. there's still a bunch of drama with uh, Catherine and Hannah, Hannah and, Ozzie. and Ozzie. Hannah confronts Ozzie, and she's like, "Did you?" Well, first of all, Gianna over here. Oh, my God. Yes, that was like a highlight. So the highlight here is Gianna over here is... Again, this is like her fifth time just being like, hee hee, what's that I hear? I love this shit. Hee hee, let me go. Let me go tell someone. Hee hee. Yeah, she's (laughs) like... It's like the best fucking thing. She is in the right place at the right time. She overhears Catherine and Ozzy talking about going into the truth or into the boom boom room. And she's like, hold up. She's like, well, if Catherine thinks I'm not going to tell fucking Hannah, she's got something coming for her because I'm going to fucking tell her. So Gianna sneakily, you know, runs into the girl's locker room disaster area. The girl's bathroom we learned about. Oh, yeah. Um, More on that later. More on that later. Uh, so she tells Hannah, and Hannah's like, there's no way. And then, you know, she confronts Ozzy, and all, and she's like, did you go to the Boom Boom Room with Catherine? And he goes, and he grabs a bottle of water, takes a sip. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. At least he's honest. He could have lied. 
Yeah, pretty dark shit. And she's like, are you fucking serious? And he's like, listen, and like, like, you fucked Joey yesterday. And she's it's like, like, I did not this fuck point, Joey. Like, who even fucking cares about this cast? They've probably all slept with each other. Also, like, honestly, this cast is a fucking hot mess. Minus, I would say, like, five people. Yeah, there's some shit Like, going. there are some... There's some ladies that I love and some dudes who I love, but the bulk of them just seem to think with their dicks, you know? Yeah, or their egos. Or their dicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so that's that, I guess. I mean, we're, I mean, we're speeding through this app, but it's really because we just want you to hear also Michael. Also because, I mean, the point of this episode is really like the matchup ceremony where... They fucking lose. They lose it all. They fucking lose it all. And they're it's like, unprecedented. Yeah. First fucking season to lose. I wow. Wish, I wish I had put money on it. I really do. I I, knew I never it. thought it was rigged. I just thought they could figure it out. I had some faith in them. I thought if they had won, it would have been rigged. I, get, I mean, I may have speculated about that too, but like... Because I watched season three where they got really close to the end without um, knowing that much. I uh, was kind of just expecting something like that to happen. Yeah. And it's so fucking crazy that they lost. Yeah. I mean, when they were like, Shannon's like crying her eyes out. Yeah, there was a really sweet moment between Shannon and Derek. It's kind of weird. It was sweet, but it's kind of weird. Okay. Who turn out not to be perfect matches. Um, he, like, gives her a necklace with the Jesus, Jesus fish. fish. Yeah. I mean, Weird. I don't love Jesus, but, like, that was sweet. I Yes. I agree it was sweet, but it's also weird. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm just going to, like, I understand where he's coming from, and I understand the gesture is very sweet, but it's it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's a little bit weird. Oh, I, my God, this whole fucking season. So, so it was all for fucking nothing. And they hate each other now. They all hate. There's like clicks. There's so much vicious, vitriolic, nasty shit on yeah. Twitter now and yeah. on Instagram because like you they saw have a no- little bit of it on the reunion afterwards, but like I couldn't even understand what the fuck was going I on. I love like tyranny bopping Alicia in the head in the most like aggro fucking move. Like if somebody fucking like did that to me, I would lose my shit. If someone touched me, I Can would. Can you lose just my about shit. ready? I'm gonna yeah, do it to bop me. Uh, it's so uh, insulting. If wait, someone I hated wait, bought do it to me, me. Do it to me. Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> I mean, and Kate are about the security. We're about came to in. fight. All right. Producers, get in here. We had to cut for a second. We're back now. We're friends again. Tear us apart, please. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, so I watched the reunion, did you? Yeah, I watched the reunion. It was it was weird. It I wasn't like very satisfactory. J. Fuck Terrence J. We need to host the fucking reunions in the aftermath. Yeah, everybody should tweet at MTV and say that we should do that. We'd be so much better, man. Honestly, yes. And like the pairings that Terrence J did reflected drama that was going on earlier in the season, but definitely not what actually needed to be talked about. Right. I like agree. the way he invited people down to the hot seat was just this like. They decided that during like week five, it, it yeah. just didn't really reflect. Like, like it should have reflected post, seat like post filming drama, right? And and from what I understood, actually none of them knew that they were gonna film a reunion until like three weeks before. Like they just were like, "Can you get to New York in two weeks or whatever or L.A.?" 
Like, wow. So they didn't know they were going to do a reunion, um, but they did. Cam said she was on the same flight home as Eddie and Alicia and was sitting one row behind them. This was all on her YouTube channel. Oh, good Lord. Look, I do a lot of research for y'all. Yeah, Kate definitely does way more than I do. It's because I have no boyfriend in no life. Um, but I let, let me tell you guys what's up. Now that Michael told me s- spilling the tea was a bad phrase, I'm really self conscious about you. I never, it. I never did spill the tea because I felt like it was a co appropriative. Yeah, I, I understand. Like, yeah, I just it also doesn't feel natural to come out of my mouth. I say talk shit. That's really what I know. But like, I just have been a RuPaul fan for so long. It just seems like okay, not my word. I'm going to I'm going to talk some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um so Carolina hates Hayden, which will make for probably a pretty interesting uh spin-off. Yeah. That we're going to start covering next week. Yeah. Um, I mean this podcast is not stopping if that's what you thought. Alicia and Mike are going to be Alicia and Birthday Mike are going to be on it too and yeah. then Cass and Derek. Um, Derek. Yeah, Cass and Derek. So that's what you can look forward to next time. Um, we also have some really good people from previous seasons. We right. have Asaf, Asa, Asaf, a- Asaf, As- Asaf, Israeli guy from. Oh my god! What if he? What if we fucking got him on the show? Yo, I would. He's too famous. I feel. Ew, he wishes. He was in a Britney Spears music video, he's, dude. Nobody's too famous for us. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that would be great because he's hot as and fuck. Kaylin. Who's also hot as fuck, and she could be on the podcast. Who, by the way, you'll probably hear in this Michael interview. I think I, I don't, in Florida and around. I don't think that's what he said. I think he said Kayla. Oh fuck. Okay, whatevs. Um, um, Gio and Francesca. Oh. oh my god, Gio, the most dramatic person in the history of Are You the One? Gio literally like. Makes your fucking blood boil. He's such what a it? fucking freak. He's a freak of nature. I also think he's weirdly hot. Interesting. Well, who the fuck's dating Gio, apparently? Oh, Alicia. Alicia is. Oh, fuck. We should ask Michael. We should ask Michael how you actually pronounce fucking Alicia's name because. He probably doesn't even fucking know. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't even know. That Um, is the biggest mystery of this season. I think it's Alicia. I think it's Alicia, but a lot of people say Alicia or like Alicia, Alicia, <laughs> Alicia. That was a post on the Reddit. Did you see yeah, that? It was like yeah. number one question from this season. Yeah. How the fuck is her name pronounced? So Don't true. Don't give a shit. Although if you want to come on the podcast, Alicia, please hit us up. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry. Having a mic is really fun. I can fuck with doing like chill radio voices. All right. <laughs> Act one. <laughs> Or you could be like Frasier. I want to be like Ira Glass, though. Oh, okay. Act one. Are you the one? (laughs) (laughs) On today's show. (laughs) On today's truth booth. Stay with us. (laughs) I'll Uh, be right back. (laughs) Thanks for listening to NPR. Am I giving any of you ASMR? Should I make a channel? Oh, no. Uh, oh, my God. We're just so hyper because of Michael. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, tangents aside. Uh, wait, I learned a bunch of other dirt. So, though. Wait, Alicia's dating Gio. Maybe. Cat, 
Catherine is dating John from, from last season, season four. Ew, the that dude fucking sucks. gross. Oh, sorry, he's mad gross. I <laughs> would sucks. not even. Talk I don't want to even want him on this yeah. podcast. John, you're not invited. Um, Gianna, Although and I Hayden. do follow you on Instagram still <laughs> for some reason. Uh, Gianna and Hayden have exchanged some sort of promise ring. I think they're engaged. I think it, they said it was like an engaged to be engaged thing. Yeah, I think they were just saying that I think they're actually engaged. What's the difference? Good question. I don't think there is one. I think they're engaged. Yeah. All right. Um, what else? We Oh, uh, I learned some serious uh, dirt watching Cam's live feed. Yeah, why don't which you is talk that, a little uh, bit about that? Because which I don't is that know it. Tori and Derek, I think, are together. That's cool. Yeah, that's probably a fun couple. They, they're both, like, energetic and, like... So Cam... Cam had Tyranny, like, on speakerphone. Okay. And they were both talking to the stream. Yeah. Um, and they were like, well, there's one couple we can't talk about. And Cam covered the Cam <laughs> and <laughs> said it. And, like, a bunch of people heard it. I didn't hear it because I... What they say it was? Tori and Derek. Oh. Why so can't that, they talk about it? They said they'd get in legal trouble, but I think they're just protecting their, their friend. Yeah. Um. So, but they're together. Well, which um, makes sense because they're both on the next season. I feel like a lot of relationships have been born out of this next this Right, that's, that's a good point. Um, what else do we know about? Well, we know that Andre cheated on Taylor, and she's willing to, like, work through it, which is interesting, I guess. Well, I don't know if Michael's going to listen to our whole preamble. Hi, Michael. <laughs> we love you. Um, but I love you. Um, I felt like he was kind of implicitly talking some mad shit about Taylor. Yeah. He never said her by name. He was very polite, actually, about everybody. But yeah. that was the sense I got of sort of like he was talking about people who like thought they were too like high and mighty to kind of like be there and play this actual game. Right. And like when it came down to it, like all they really needed to do was like, yeah, sure. Date whoever you want after the show, but like you're in it for money. Like you're going to waste 10 weeks and like not get any money and just like fucking play the game. Like Gianna did it. She like fucking let go for as long as she needed to like, and is now with her, like the man that she wants to be with, I guess. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, let it go, play the game, win the money, and then you have enough money to move from L- from New York to L.A. Oh, my God, yeah. They also, um, some of them did a fucking GoFundMe that launched before the finale yeah. that seemed to really betray um, Legal. the fact that they lost. Oh, and also Carolina and Ozzy are fucking. That's one I missed. That makes sense to me, and I have no problem with it. I don't see the problem there. Really? Yeah. What is the problem? Like, I don't think there's a problem with them getting together. I don't care. I do think Hannah had some shit to say about Ozzy that seems real. No, totally. I mean, like, did you watch that video she posted on her Instagram? No. Okay. She posted a video on her Instagram. She definitely, her trust was definitely like, Like they were together afterwards. No, they, they had a thing. And I think Ozzy definitely treated her like shit. And I think kind of to get back at Hayden and Carolina that went that way. I don't know. Totally. It's just my... I mean, everyone, I never, in this, everyone in this situation was hurt in so many different ways. That Like, the way that they acted, like, is such a, like, result of, like, 
the things that they went through in this house, like, all together. I mean, y'all also know, like, I don't... I never really trusted Carolina that much. Like, I just think some shit went really sour. And it's weird, because this is, like, one of my favorite shows. And this was turned out to be a really dark season filled with a lot of... Truth. Hate. Yeah. Yeah, they all don't... Like, the vibe that I basically got from the reunions that they pretty much all hate each other, like, certain cliques. Like, there's, like, cliques of two. There's cliques of five. You know what I mean? Like, certain people just really hate each other and want nothing to do with one another. And it's sad, but, like, at the same... Like, because you spend 10 weeks with people and you've, like, fostered these relationships. Granted, they were forced, but, like, you... These are people you literally had, like, such an insane experience with. And, like, all the other seasons are all very tight with each other. I feel like people that have been on this show all have this, like, very special bond because they have been through this, like very specific experience that they can really only know with each other. And it's sad that like they almost can't experience that with one another on their own season. Do you mean like, I also think like, I honestly think if they had won a lot of the sort of pettier infighting could have been like pushed under the rug but um because they lost it's kind of like what's the fucking point of even trying to keep the peace it's amazing what money does hell yeah you know what i mean though like if they had (laughs) won everything would be so different yeah i think i I think they'd be a lot less willing to talk shit about each other but you know what that benefits us and i feel like that's a really good lead-in yeah to our interview with the gracious Smart, handsome, lovely, democratic, so lovely, meat-eating Michael Halpern. Florida, living, (laughs) uh, stand-up comedy. Okay, also, literally, he got a call from Tyler during our interview, so Tyler makes a brief cameo that he had no idea about. (laughs) Um, Okay, but yeah, I guess without further ado. ado um, Wait, we should really quickly talk about our, <laughs> our pat- Patreon. Oh my god, yeah, we made a Patreon. So like, please if you, find it. So I'll post. We'll post a link to it on all of the social media platforms. Yeah. But basically, like, we're, so we're gonna release this interview with Michael because it's amazing and everyone should hear it. Um, we actually have someone else on deck. Um, yeah, fingers crossed, people, and we might. Maybe put that behind a paywall, just like a dollar a month paywall. Literally, we're, we're not trying to fucking rob any of our friends. You know, we're just trying to pay for the costs of doing this because, like, the like, sound, like the SoundCloud account, which is like really expensive. Yeah. So the so the SoundCloud and um, you know, downloading the Skype recording software and um. Hopefully, well, right now we're borrowing Alon's microphone. Yeah, but and we, we would like to buy our own. We probably sound hot as hell, but uh, eventually we, we would like to buy our own. We so. want to be more professional, basically. We want to not use my iPhone as a mic. And and again, like, obviously we fucking understand if, like, you don't have a dollar. Like, month, our hearts will not be broken. If, no, like, yeah. it's so much more important that you're listening. But, you know, if we do get this other cast member on, they might be behind a paywall. That's a threat. <laughs> That's a threat. Just <laughs> fuck it y'all. Also, might not be, but basically, what we're saying is like we can give you some exclusive content if you want it. 
It'll be under a very low paywall. Yeah, like uh, literally a buck. We're not asking for much. We did put some high ones up there in case you want some ridiculous shit. We're giving you that option, but and, again, uh, not offended either way. Yeah, so that's on Patreon, and we'll we'll link it everywhere. But um, probably like send it to our parents too. Ha <laughs> yeah. ha. Um, so yeah, listen to us being thirsty bitches for Michael, and by us I mean me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Sorry, this episode is subpar, but it's about to get dope. Yeah, but also, like, this episode specifically was really not. There wasn't much. It's just the end. It's the end. Here it is. All right. Bye-bye. Blast off. Bye. Here we go. All right. So, first off, we want to introduce our very special guest on our podcast today. Giggly bitch Michael Halpern. Yeah. What's up? Uh, The one and only. Um, How are you doing? (laughs) Walked onto the video with a meat stick, so already we like you. (laughs) I was cooking dinner when you guys called. I I totally forgot, so it's my bad. Oops. All good. Well, thanks for making time for us. Yeah. Super super appreciate it. All right, so we're going to do some rapid-fire questions to kind of get in the vibe, make it chill, like, you know. So we're less nervous, basically. (laughs) We have a few really silly questions to ask you that I think are just like, have nothing to do with the cast, and then we'll do a couple for the cast. So do you want to ask the first one? Sure. Would you rather make out with Miley Cyrus or Betty White? Betty White at what age? Now. It could be any age. No, now. Betty White? Betty White. Hell yeah, yeah, I knew he'd be on my side (laughs) with this. That's what I said. Um, I mean, okay. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah. But she looks clean. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. She's very clean. Probably one of the cleanest women on the planet, <laughs> I would say. Yeah. She definitely showers. Um, uh, would you rather have hands that keep growing as you got older or feet that kept growing as you got older? Uh, what? That's a crazy question. I guess feet? <laughs> Feet, cool. All right. Yeah. I really don't have anything behind it. It's just kind of, it's a crazy question. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So that's what we were aiming for. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, sorry. Sorry. If you encountered your own clone, would you rather fuck yourself or fight yourself? I'd rather just hang out with myself and be like, yo, what's up? Let's no, get a beer. You, all right. Fair enough. Fair, so then it would eventually yeah. lead to either fucking or fighting yourself. <laughs> you just not I, sure I, which I one. You would what? I'd fight myself, I guess. Okay. Well, that's that's very humble. Um <laughs> I'm not gonna that's kinda weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um uh, okay, wait. So now we have a couple of questions about your fellow cast members. Um who would make the best impression on your right, mom? I'm gonna warn you. Yeah. What'd you say? I'm going to be political and diplomatic. That's that's good. that's that's totally fine with us. We're not looking necessarily for. Yeah, we dirt. don't want dirt. We don't. I we, mean, we would take dirt, but like we don't need dirt. Uh, we don't need it. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. These are these are benign. Yeah, these are very like simple, not like dramatic questions. Okay, who would make yeah, yeah, the best good. impression on your mom? Out of all the girls, yeah, uh, Carrie. Yeah. And hell yeah, because she's your match, so perfect. Oh, well, even if she wasn't my match, absolutely, my mother would be. My mother's a doctor, and Carrie's kind of fits into my family. She's a lot like my cousins. Um, 
she's she's just one of those Manhattan girls. You know what I mean? They all have that vibe to them that I'm not necessarily stuck up, but you know, you know, like the good life and very proper and usually very intelligent. Word, yeah. Don't we know? <laughs> Seriously. Someone- um, who would you want to be stuck in an elevator with? Um, for how long? Ooh, five hours. <laughs> Who's good conversation? That's the question. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Uh, I guess Hannah. Nice. You know, she, she always makes um, kind of boring, mundane situations just seem more fun than they are. You know, that's a really so yeah, Hannah. quality. Yeah, especially in an elevator. Um, who would you not trust around your girlfriend? Are the guys? Yeah. Or the girls, well, even, I guess, if it crosses that line, <laughs> which is cool. You know, people might think it'd be Tyler, but um, I happen to live in Florida. Um, I see him, like, weekly. One of the most loyal people I've ever met in my entire life, if not the most loyal person I've ever met. So um, who would I not trust around my girlfriend? Um, Joey. Even <laughs> Joey is a dog in real life, dude. Mm. Really? Oh, man. <laughs> he's a good boy, though. You know what I mean? He, oh, he's, he's a good a very, dog. Very sweet. He's very sweet, but he I uh, would not trust him around my girl. He's like uh, a puppy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I got it. He finds a puppy, like, eating up the couch, and you're like, what did you do? He's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, all right. You know yeah, he's just like the sad face, but it's, like, cute, so it's like, all right. You get away with it forever, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, who is the biggest prankster in the house? Um, I gotta be honest, there's really no pranksters. I, I don't think there are enough smart people in the house to prank <laughs> anyone. Well, I'm, I'm being honest. Um, you know, I, I think, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you have to pick somebody, no, nah, I've got nobody. I think mm-hmm. probably Ozzy would be, but he, 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 he never cared enough to do things like that. You know what I mean? Word. Yeah. He was just trying to get his dick wet. You don't have to agree or disagree. <laughs> That's just my personal. I, I never, well, you know what? You never should blame Ozzy because in that house, man, he would just he sit down. And the girls would just flog to him. Like, literally, he wouldn't say three words. And the girls would be like, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. And they just run over. And, like, it, it really went down like that. And everybody thinks Ozzy's terrible. But what are you going to do when girls are – I mean, I know what I would do. But I'm, I'm a little different just because I'm more – I'm not going to say I'm image conscious just, like, saying that I'm – but I think that they were throwing themselves at him and he just kind of didn't say no. So – yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't hate on him. I kind of see where every side of that situation it's is coming tough. from. Because the show is about, you know, these girls are watching it. They're in their teens. They're in their early 20s. And they're expecting chivalry. They're expecting this stuff. And the problem is, like, <laughs> I think the girls are supposed to somehow dictate and monitor the guy's actions by being just more reserved. And the girls were not that way at all. So... Um, I, I, I think there were a lot of dogs in the house, but the girls weren't making it any easier by just putting themselves out there. You know what I mean? Do you think that's like a, a societal problem sort of writ large? I think it is absolutely generational. And I think it comes with yeah. the territory, these social media platforms like Instagram and stuff like that, where, you know, get, you know, I put a picture of my ass and I'm getting more attention than if I actually, you know, say something, showed people my mind. And gave a shit about, you know, something other than fucking vain, vacuous bullshit. Totally. I mean, it's also interesting. I feel like now that women are, like, encouraged to be more sexually liberated, like, where you draw those lines. I don't know. Right. It's it's very, it causes, it's like a cause for confusion for a lot of young women, especially, I feel. Because there is this, like, thin line, right? Because you want to be like... 
I'm this that like double standard. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I think the double standard is predicated on the fact that women, and I'm saying this because I come from a family of women. Women are better than men. Hell yeah. In that. <laughs> what I mean by that is I, I, I'm not trying to speak to misogyny, feminine, anything like that. I'm not trying to virtue signal. I'm saying that women are better than men and that they keep the men in the straight and narrow. Mm-hmm. And you just, they really do. You know what I mean? You, you can make a guy, like, guys can be terrible. Guys can really let their libido um, put, put them in situations that, and it's, it's up to the girls to say, no, this is not the way it's supposed to be. You need to be, I'm reserved. You need to work for me, this and that. You did not see that in your other one house. Yes, I think it is generational. It's like hard to do that. Think, <laughs> and you, you put the line between the double standard and this and that, but I, th- I, I'd say it's upon the girls to keep these guys. And I, they, I think it's because, and I say it because women, I think are better than men. And I say, I think it's, for, it's on the women to keep men, um, in line. In it's like our, yeah, it's like our job kind of, which, yeah, I feel like a yeah. lot of us feel that way. Kind of exhausting, but that's fine. You know, <laughs> it's exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there are, the truth is like, you have to realize that there are not every guy's the same. And of course, but you can, yeah. like 80%, of, 80% of dudes really are dogs. 80% of them. Uh, yeah. I think that's and, a fair percentage. Eight, yeah. <laughs> Eighty percent of them are either one guys. We're dogs. Yeah, just like so, in real life, a perfect, a perfect. It was it was a good demographic. Yeah, right? exactly. Cool. Yeah. So uh, maybe we're gonna, we should get into it. Like, yeah, well, um, so you guys fucking lost. How about that? You know, man, it, it's it's so funny because right before we lost, we, I was just having all these conversations with people where I was like, you know. Is it fixed? Are we going to win? Are they going to give it to us to the end? Uh, we have they were done four? You were just always conversations, so- <laughs> like. But you know, they, they tell you at the beginning of the show. You all sit down and they say to you, "This is not fixed. I don't care what you've heard or what. This is a game." Oh, and interesting. Throughout the whole show, I was always a skeptic until the last episode ended, and I go, "It was it, every, every single part of it is authentic." Um, I have nothing to gain by saying that is the absolute truth. And I just remember when we lost right when the lights went on, you had this flurry of emotion. Mine was that of surprise and anger, anger towards certain people for always thinking they were better than the situation and and Mm -hmm. very selfish and didn't seem to, their actions were, they they didn't take into account uh, other people. There was no, there was, these were some of the most, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Not empathetic, but selfish. Self, like just wrapped self absorbed, self absorbed, just like in it for their yeah. own like bullshit. <laughs> apathetic individuals. That's what I meant. Yeah. These were the most apathetic individuals. I some of them I'd ever met. Not everybody, right? Um, and you, you were dealing with these people's egos. And it was just fights of egos like this. Right. And, and it, I think it was, it was a lot of self-conscious individuals who were always trying to um, like legitimize their worth all the time. And it was exhausting being in that house. And those truth boost ceremonies were just screams for airtime. People who never say a word, like were very meek in real life situations when you're trying to be social and conversative, then they would be like very quiet. Then the truth would start. I think this, I think that like, dude, dude, where have you been? Yeah. Where have you been in this whole, let me tell you something. Anybody who ever watched the show 
want you to watch the show and watch every episode. And anytime somebody wanted True Blue Trade, just know that that person wanted airtime. Yeah. And, and that's truth. If you wanted the truth boot trade, you just wanted that freaking airtime. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't the only situation you would ever want a truth boot trade is if you had a couple couples that were already confirmed no matches right. for by got it by accident or you already figured out the game. There were very rare scenarios where you use a truth boot trade, but it was never in the beginning of the game, this and that. Oh, I think this couple might not be a perfect match. Yeah, they're just Who trying are you to be the a dictator. Are you yeah. they're just trying to be an instigator. Maker? Yeah, they're trying to be an instigator for airtime. Instigator airtime, and you. Could, I think people get lost with storylines and edits. I think if you watch the show, you can really tell who was there for attention. And I know for a fact because I know people. It, most people in the house couldn't carry a conversation in the real world. You know what I mean? Word. The same people at bar who were standing in the corner, uh, making fun of everybody, and not able to talk to the person that they came with. Right. Uh, you know, and I hate this people because, um, and I drop those people out of my life one, two, three, because uh, life's too short to hang out with these, these constant. Yeah, but trying to legitimize himself by, you know, like, bringing I, I'm on this down and yeah. shit like that. Not just that, but like, uh, I'm on this platform, so now I'm going. I've seen the show before, so uh, okay. So you had all these young girls. You have these 21, 22 year old girls. Right, and you're 24, young, right? So you're like more. In- our, our age bracket. Yeah, but we're mature. But also, are you you guys are twenty four. We're, we're 25. twenty five. Okay, well I'm almost twenty five, but happy birthday. And I don't, I don't want to say bag. mature. Yeah. No, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> What's up? Um, How you doing? When I was, um, people always say, "Oh, what's the difference? 24, 21, almost twenty five. It's a lot. I got to tell you, I'm definitely not even close to the same person I am. Now that I was 21, 21, I was this crazy, wild party dude who really didn't take in, uh, in account the, the emotions of others and how my actions affected others. And today, that's all I think about. And I, you know, I, I have this huge heart and I'm always trying to help the underdog. And in this, but in this house, you saw these people that didn't, they didn't have any empathy. They didn't care about other people. The only time they cared about other people is if the person was downtrodden and just looked pathetic and I'm better than this person. So I'll try to help and leg- and even make, and somehow make myself look better. You know, if, if it looks good at me, then I'll go do that. You know what right. I mean? And in the um, end, it's funny. So it, <laughs> in the end, it's yeah. funny because you can try and make yourself look a certain way and the producers are going to do whatever they want with whatever footage they have. So it's like, you can like try all your, your, all you want to like, look like the one that's like, you know, figured it all out and everything. But as soon as you leave that house, like it is no longer in your hands, right? Like it's completely in the hands of the producers. And that like kind of leads us to like, just like really quickly, our next question, because it'll be the same thing is basically like, how much of like producer involvement, you know, how, how much of that was involved in like, I don't know, like the day to day. Yeah. Like, like, did they, did they live with you? Are you buddies with any of them? Do you like your edit? You know? Yeah. That kind of shit. So the house was, the house is 22 people living in the house. And of course, um, you know, you see the producers, obviously they're there, you know, if like if you watch a show, a fight breaks out, you see a producer right. show up. Right. They're not living with us though. They're literally like on the edge of the house, just making sure everything's okay. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so when you get interviewed you, for like in the moment stuff, they don't sort of like egg you on or what? So I'll be in the house and like they'll go, you know, there will be a moment that is real and genuine between you, either you and a girl or you and a guy or or something that was, you know, uh, provocative. And you'll see a producer come in and say, all right, time to do an interview quickly because we want to get your feelings on this right away. Mm-hmm. And they don't push you in any direction. I think they, only, they really don't. They, they keep asking you questions about the situation to just get your mindset. And the only the only way you can be manipulated because they don't manipulate you but the only way you can manipulate it by accident is if you're like a dumb person thinking they're trying to make, give you an answer and you go with right, it right right only it could happen and they really don't the producers on are you the one are just so cool that you have no idea like well that's the, good the to hear that's good to know because <laughs> you really don't know as a viewer like so as a production company when they cast you like you immediately become family um, and they care about you when you're there and when you're upset, they, they, they don't want you to be upset. Right. They want to, they want to implement that emotion, but they, they don't like it really. I mean, right. it, it hurts them to watch you hurt. Like, yeah. and you know, you always think like, Oh, they, they, they're, they're trying to squeeze the juice dry of these people. Mm-hmm. You know, you are who you are. I mean, I, you, you have all these people come to these house with their, cliche bullshit stereotypes i came in six foot six 250 pounds the way i talk the, the way i carry myself seems like that of a dick i'm not gonna lie. i mean i'm I not gonna lie our first our first episode i was like i don't like this michael guy i was like I what like, is his fucking problem but the more we got to know you it we it lightened up real quick well the thing is is that like you can't you see, you can try to come into the house the first two weeks and try to play a character, try to right. try to be somebody that you think, you know, I've always had that where people want me to live up to the standard of being this dick. And because that's, you know, it, it makes them comfortable because if I wasn't to be that, it would scare them. Like, right, how could exactly. this big, strong guy be sympathetic, nice, nice, nice. Uh, you know? And then somebody like Hayden, where it's like, I don't know what you guys think about Hayden, but... So, you know, he's, he's supposed to be this sweet country boy. That dude was so freaking weird. I'm not going to talk crap about anybody. I'm going to be as diplomatic as possible, but I will not. Like, I'm watching the show in his edit, and they tried their absolute best not to make him look as awkward and weird as he was. But even then, he, he just couldn't, like, he just couldn't beat it because, you know, running around like a dinosaur. Right, yeah, that um, was a weird And that moment. would happen. But that would happen frequently. And I don't care. He's just being himself. Oh, yeah, go hate it. He's a dinosaur. He doesn't care what people think. I'm like, maybe you should because you're not a fucking dinosaur. Um, yeah. The answer, the answer to that is always, I don't care. I'm just having fun. I don't care what anyone thinks. Huh? Grow like, up, but d- is that You're not a the- fucking dinosaur. Yeah, <laughs> you're not a fucking dinosaur. I mean, to that end, like, you know, I feel like now that we have you here, like, it's it's important to ask what... Is there anything we didn't see that you feel like a fan of the show should know about? Because we also understand that, like, these, like, things are edited to make people look like the asshole or, like, the bitch or, like, so-and-so, the slut. Like, and we understand, like, we're talking, in our podcast specifically, we're talking about, like, within the scope of the show, like, the characters that the producers give us. And we know, like, when we're talking shit or whatever, we're talking about the people that are presented to us, and we know that they live outside of that, like, zone. So, like, what is it that you feel that you didn't get 
To, and also, what didn't we see? Yeah, what didn't mm-hmm. we see about you specifically that maybe you want to like express, kind of like? But also, if you want to spill some tea, you're welcome to. Yeah, um, but no well, pressure. It, no, I know. I, I spilled a lot. First of all, I hate that phrase. By the way, I spilled tea. I hate it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know yes, all yeah. the girls on your cast have really co-opted it. I learned it from RuPaul's Drag Race, so I've. I don't know. I, mean, I got a problem with all that, uh, but I'm just not missed. I hate it. It's some, it hurts my ears. Um, <laughs> okay. If you want to talk shit, please yeah. shit yeah. on us. How about um, that? Is that better? <laughs> so the thing about the show is, I mean, first of all, I didn't do enough research before I came to the show. I was never supposed to be on reality TV. I was, I got accepted to an out-of-state med school. I went to school for medicine oh, wow. for a long, uh, a while. And ended up not going because I realized, um, you know, there's only so much money to be made in medicine. And I have this great argumentative uh, way about me. I have a way of speaking. I thought, why don't I use that for a living? I'll go to law school and I'll figure out. I was going to say, you should be a lawyer. (laughs) Yeah. My father works with all these different lawyers. It would would be really good for something me to get into. Wait a second. So your your mother's a doctor. Your father's a lawyer. (laughs) That's what we're doing. No, my dad's. Sorry, your dad's what? No, my my dad's a doctor. Oh, your dad's a doctor. Yeah, my right, sister's okay. a principal. Just making sure. Good, yeah. good Jewish boy we have here. So, yeah, just a nice Jewish boy. Really, I'm just a nice Jewish boy. Um, All Jewish you know, because boys it, are the best. So, Well, I'll tell you why. I could see myself being a bad person if I wasn't raised by my parents, if you know what yeah, I mean. No, totally, you know? totally. And the, the nature versus nurture thing, I, I believe in the nurture just because I've been so freaking. I was such a little, I was such a boisterous little shit, and I always <laughs> was getting in the horrible. most trouble, always doing the wrong thing. So, anyways, um, I picked up an LSAT book and I started studying right away. Um, I took the LSAT within two weeks, um, got an amazing score, got right into med school, and was headed. I, I put um, all my money down, and then I get an email one day from a production company saying, "Are you between the ages of blah and blah?" And I. Like literally, I was laughing. I'm not. I was like, "Oh, this is funny." I don't know how they got my email. I think it's because three years ago I applied for the real world. So, I, I <laughs> oh, that's definitely how they got your email. <laughs> but I only sent them. I only sent the real world like a picture of me and like just that simple application, right, like right, nothing right. serious. So like that's the only thing like I application up. one night. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I filled it out as a joke. Like every question was a joke. Like they asked. Um, what's your ideal perfect date? I said, the girl doesn't show up and you get both entrees. <laughs> I just, just kept answering dumb and, and they called me and they go, Hey, we got your application. They go, are you serious? Like, is this, we've never gotten anything like this before. I go, yeah, I was just filling them out as a joke. And they go, they go, usually people fill this out like a job application. I'm like, I don't know. I thought it was just like funny. And they go, can we fly you out? And I was like, like, fuck yeah, I guess. Like, sure, so they were like, not? fuck it. <laughs> Well, they were like, send us your home video. So I didn't have, I didn't want to make a whole home video. Like, you know, you go to clubs, kiss girls and this. So instead what I did was I, I do stand-up comedy. So I put together all my best stand-up moments and I sent it to them. And that's when they really wanted to fly me out. So I flew out and I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about my interviewing experience. Am I allowed? Cam did online. I oh, watched, did she? I watched Cam talk about it on YouTube. Okay. So let's so just, just say it is. Yeah. <laughs> Also, like, literally, we have, like, 200 listeners, so... I mean, 2,000 billion. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, you guys have been pretty nice about me this season, so I thought, why well, not, we right? love you! Are you kidding? We'll yeah. tell you that later. When, yeah. I, when we stop recording, we can... So we tell can us about the interview gush. process, yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, I walk into the room, and I see Ryan Devlin, 
Well, it was funny because most of the like people dark, were, were. Is it like a dark room and Ryan Devlin just like, like sitting in a chair in a spotlight? Like, <laughs> no, it was weird because I talked to other people and they said Ryan wasn't in their interview, but he was in mine. And oh, weird. He was he was very intimidating. Um, really? Honestly, wow. he, he's a lot taller than he looks on TV. But you must be taller than him. Oh, I'm six six, but he's like six two. Yeah, but you could still take him. Oh, I'm not gonna fight Ryan. Yeah, don't <laughs> fuck with Ryan Devlin. Come on. Anyway. He, he's got. He's got. He's he bites back pretty hard. You know yeah, I mean? I'm scared of him. <laughs> um. Anyway, so they just interviewed me, and I casually had good conversation, made him laugh from start to finish, and I walked out of the room. And I think I got like a call week later saying. Um, would you like to be in the show? Uh, you're cast. Do you want to be on the show? I said, yeah. So they go, we're going to fly you out next week. Flew me out next week. I isolated in a hotel room and it was, um, just hung out all day and ate salad. And, um, actually I was cast. There was supposed to be another twist. Like, you know, there was 11 guys, and 11 girls. Yeah. That as the 11th guy and they cast Caroline as the 11th girl. And we were supposed to walk out on the beach. That's why the thing is, if you like, you watch the first episode, somehow the guys are all friends and they like, I'm kind of like outcasts. Like if you watch, <laughs> they were all in the same hotel. They all knew each other. I didn't know anybody. You were just so eating we, salads alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when I, I walk out on the beach as they introduce the 11th guy and I guess they just edited it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, actually, let's be honest. I didn't live up to um, expectations. I didn't get with a lot of girls and shit. And that was that was a different expectation, though. I feel like it was kind of sick to see like that kind of guy in the house or like that experience. Like, I mean, yeah. I guess I'm just curious. Like, you know, a couple times on camera, you talked about like not really feeling seen in the right way or not really feeling comfortable. Like, do you feel like? What do you feel about that now, I guess? Uh, I don't think it was as much the cameras because it more had to do with my interactions with um, some of the people in the house. Um, right. And I realized this right away because at home I have the, you know I have great friends and everything. And I was, I'm, I'm very comfortable in front of the cameras. In fact, what I didn't like was that I'd rather have been in the real world or something. You know, you, you think I'm, you watch a show and you kind of he's kind of funny. I'm, I mean, I had so many hilarious moments. They really just only document relationships. Right, right. Because it has the aspect of the re- like finding love, but real world is just roommates that live together and this is their life. Yeah. Whereas this has like that game aspect. Yeah, exactly. So is there so, anyone you you got with that we didn't see? <laughs> you don't I'm have to the, answer that. I'm not going to, well, I'm not going to answer all of it. Um, okay. But I made out with Carrie one night. Um, Hell Yeah. I shipped that so hard. I tweet. I mean, I tweeted that at you yesterday, but it was a great. Girl. I I would like kiss Catherine and sporadically throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Like, like when I won the date with her, like because we would like go to bed and then just wake up and then like it, it like it never happened. We would do this constantly. It wasn't until I won the date where it had to turn to storylines. Like, oh, I've had feelings for you, Catherine. Yeah. So <laughs> go, Michael, and like. So it kind of was like almost weird for me. Um, yeah. The thing was just me being drunk and like, I don't know, that that didn't go down the way it actually is kind of edited. Yeah. Um, you kind of get the gist, but really what happened was Catherine was 
you know, always really about Ozzy. And I was just saying before, like Gianna was always so about me. Like you see all these scenes with Hayden, dude, she was That's like, honestly, pretty was clear. All- I feel like I got that. No, night and day. Like yeah. night and day. She, you'll even watch scenes in the house and you'll just see us in the background, like cuddling. Like, so basically she, I'm like, why am I like, like not pretending, but why am I like pretending forcing this thing with Catherine when I could just be like, I think I said banging Gianna. Maybe the choice of words was wrong, but Carrie was sitting right behind me and she runs over this during the cause part. She runs over to Catherine, tells Catherine and then Catherine's like, really? I, I don't know if she really was upset. I think she was looking for an out. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? From, mm-hmm. from, yeah. So then she just was dancing provocatively with Derek and, um, I had found out that Carrie, I found out that Carrie had told, um, Catherine those things and I didn't want to look like I just didn't give a shit and was a bad dude. So I like, look, I care. I ran over at that point. I was almost playing a character because the real me is too lazy to get his fat ass off the couch yeah. and do any. Um, so, and then with the Derek thing was like, when he was in my face, I'm like, looking at him like, dude, you're totally doing this for cameras. You know, they told us not to fight. I'm not subservient, but I really was, you know, I'm not cavalier. I, I gave a shit about the producers and what they told us. I don't know if they really wanted us to fight, but that's what they told us in the beginning that under no circumstance do you ever get physical. We don't want that for our show. Wink, so, wink. Just kidding. <laughs> well, no, the wink, wink. It just seemed so serious. Like you yeah. have no idea. And it wasn't until he put his hands on my neck where if you watch that scene where he puts his hands on my neck, where I just fucking start just literally throwing the dude backwards. Like he's flying and they got the security guard three other people on me and people online are like oh Derek can beat his ass dude you have no idea what I'm like in your life like I was a bouncer at the worst club in Fort Lauderdale for four years oh my god (laughs) I I stomped on kids twice his size so I you know that situation I kind of was just like trying to be a decent person almost you know what I mean it's hard in that type of like conflict to like not act physically in a way that like looks you know not like you're trying to fight like you're like get off of me or like what i just like no matter whatever transpires like y'all put your hands on each other basically and for what it's worth we thought you handled it actually pretty well yeah especially the next day actually yeah space dude um yeah okay we have sorry but well we were gonna say we have some we have a couple more sort of quick like stupider questions for you um, but then again, okay. like the platform's all yours yeah. to share whatever you want. So we kind of want to know what a typical day in the house was like. Like, I want to know what you guys ate and who cleaned Wait, up course, after see, you. Like what? Yeah, you these like these great. questions? Yeah. I, I like, <laughs> Thank we have a you. lot of them. Wait, wait, before you answer any of these, can you just answer my friends who I watch this show with? They all want to know how many bathrooms were in the house. <laughs> okay. Uh, good question. Um, I'm going to count in my head. Sorry. No, it's uh, by the way, just just uh, disclaimer: there was a shower outside that was open, but people used to use it to uh, clean themselves. So, but that, not a bad. So there's the boys' bathroom. Uh, there was the girls' bathroom. Then there was like the unisex bathroom, which was on the other side. And people uh, fucked in there, right? For sure. I would like I. You, you can't. From me, you can't get that because I don't even like. Don't I was know. not. Have my ear to the ground with things like that. Right, you're like, I don't give a shit. I mean, good on you. The whole Cam and Eddie and Alicia situation, I didn't even know that was a thing. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. I didn't even know that was a thing until TV. I'm like, that was a big deal? 
You're like, oh. I was like, I was like, I thought they were fighting over like a toothbrush or something. It seemed pretty bad though. Yeah. Well, I, I swear, like, I honestly did not have my ear to the ground. Lots of I'm, people in the house. It's easy to like let some shit slip by. I feel, especially yeah, if someone's he, le- the two people involved are literally leaving the next day. So yeah. like, I just feel like you're not going to necessarily like have that being a rumor. But yeah. So how many bathrooms? <laughs> Boys' bathroom, oh, girls' uh, bathroom, unisex bathroom. Three. And then there was a bathroom upstairs that was for not for us, but it was <laughs> it was the scene with Kim where he was like naked in the shower, and then Kim was like oh, watching him. Okay, yeah. that was that shower. So that was the uh, boom boom room shower, oh. which was was not to be used unless you use the boom boom room. Interesting. Um, Did you ever go in the boom boom room? You don't have to say with who. I went into the boom boom room. Uh, for a haircut one time, that was it. <laughs> nice. They were cutting I, hear, hair. I, I hear they give really good haircuts at the Boom Boom Room. So that's really the only time I was ever in there. Uh, they, they they were doing, doing haircuts. For, they got some guy from like down the street. I, I don't he was he was terrible. Fuck haircut. So I didn't like my hair in the show. It was too big. Puffing. <laughs> oh. um, um, but yeah. So like, how did you? What did you cook? Like, yeah. how did you get groceries? Did people clean up after you? Did you guys have to clean up after yourselves? Uh, we had to clean up after ourselves, but we would have, like, a maid come in every, like, two weeks. Okay. You know, um, uh, Jalen did most of the cleaning Aww. and cooking. Well, well Jalen cleaned, but he cooked more not for everybody, but he, like, cooked for himself and then made extras and then people. I mean, he really – Jalen is a stupendous person. I love uh, Jalen from what I know about him. <laughs> He, he's a he's a very extraordinary guy, very very loyal, very very nice person. I mean, I, I mean you, you have to be pathologic to have anything bad to say about uh, Jalen. Totally, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. He uh, seems like a real. Because what you what you see on camera is is what you get. Just this really kind, nice guy who he, he's he's very sweet. You yeah, know I mean? we didn't get enough of Jalen. I felt yeah, same. Jalen was actually doing work behind the scenes. <laughs> ah, not my information to tell but for fine. sure yeah yeah we heard um, we heard some of it um i keep my ear to the ground with everybody's instagram live literally all of y'all want to just tell all your dirty laundry all the time so and well doesn't she like never mind <laughs> ask me my question yeah. uh, okay I can't. yeah do you guys style yourselves on the show this was an argument i had with somebody have you seen how shitty I look on the show? Oh yes. no! It's not shitty, but it is. There are some. There are some choices that I I laughed at that I thought were funny, but not horrible. I mean, y'all y'all season purple was, shirt was planned um, last episode just because the purple shirt. First of all, I like it was, the purple shirt. I'm gonna throw for that your out mom. There. You told me on Twitter, right? Yeah, I, of course I did. Um, <laughs> that was my mother's favorite. I, I told my mother I was gonna wear it for the last. She loved the shirt on me. Um, I, but, I thought that shirt was fine, by the way. That's not. I was talking about like the suspenders. Yes. And, <laughs> I don't know. Like um, we all make, you know. Well, you can't tell what you look like in certain clothes until you're literally watching on TV. Like sure. I used to always wear. I used to always wear the suspenders to uh, meetings I would do when I was helping my father with his company, and I think now I'm never going to wear them again. <laughs> you know what? Where would you want to wear? <laughs> your style is your own. <laughs> What's my style? But you know, you really do get to watch it back. Um, I know. I wish. I wish I did. I really came in looking like a scrub because I just didn't care for some reason the way it looks. Because 
back at home, it didn't matter it didn't how matter, I looked. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could shave my face, maybe had a little bit of a tan, um, cut my fucking hair. <laughs> um, so what else we got? Oh, do you still play Pokemon? And who is your favorite Pokemon? And you should understand you're talking to two pretty big ass nerds. Like we both play Hearthstone and whatever. So like, I don't uh, even know if you know what that is. Honestly, but. no shame in answering yeah. that. Oh, okay. Um, that scene was kind of exaggerated. I felt uh, that it might be. <laughs> yeah, I was never a video game guy. I, I did play Pokemon when I was young, but when so did I, everyone. Yeah, I'm a stand-up comedian. I got this joke about Pokemon Go. What is it? <laughs> I was uh, the joke starts off like um, it's it's actually a really good one and it always gets a laugh. Uh, I go I go okay so good I go I'm t- okay I'm a tall dude and you know people always think because I'm tall I get a lot of girls but it's actually not true and the reason it's not true because I live in Tamarack and finding girls in Tamarack is like finding a Charizard in Pokemon Go. It just doesn't happen. It's so but that, true. Stop, but that doesn't stop me from running through people's backyards looking for it. <laughs> that is a, that's a great joke. That's a good joke. Uh, and then I say something along the lines of afterwards. I go, I never understood the Pokemon Go fad anyway. I mean, I liked Pokemon 2 when I was 8. And then <laughs> I forget the joke. I haven't done stand-up in a while, but it's actually a really good one. Um, anyway. Okay. Um, but, so, the, yeah, basically my life has always been uh, – I was big with sports growing up. Um I did used to watch the Teletubbies. Yeah, you didn't. That was exactly our age bracket. That's okay. But I understand why I did that. I used to look at them and, like, for some reason, they were fascinating. Do you know they're uh, like six foot five? Did you know that they were like um, your height? You could have been a taller. Teletubby. You're taller than a Teletubby. I could have been a Teletubby. If everything fails, you which could, what? Like, wait, which Teletubby would you be? Oh. Poe, of course, of course. obviously, Come on. the best one. Poe, Poe, um, Poe and a scooter, and oh, yeah. Poe fed. And Poe was cute. Poe was kind of the cutest because it was the littlest one. Yeah, but Poe was a girl. I figured that out later on. That's okay. That's cool. Poe, they're first of all, they have no fucking genitalia. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's be real. It's true. That's true. Yeah. Wait, so uh, who are some of your stand-up influences? I'm just curious. I'm like, uh, sort my of... favorite stand-up comedian of all time is easily Dave Chappelle. Of course, right? There's no one better. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and like my stand-up, comp, my style has always been like all over the place but you know it's like the longer you do it the, the more you realize okay you get your own brand because you you start to get a feel for who you are yourself so like i'll just like kind of like i can't help but like you're not supposed to laugh at your own jokes but like a smile a lot no One you should my- definitely laugh at your own jokes because if they don't make you laugh they're they're probably not yeah that if funny. you don't think they're funny nobody's gonna find yeah and i do a, i do a ton of impressions um i do all the presidents and all right then- okay wait can we throw one at you yeah, throw any present at me. Okay. Grover Cleveland. <laughs> no, okay. no, not like that. Not like that. <laughs> no, um, no, his voice was documented well in history. Uh, yeah, true. Um, fuck me. Uh, Reagan. I don't know what Reagan sounds like. <laughs> you literally pick the one recent president I can't do. I mean, I can oh, do. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, Nixon. All right. I'll, I'll do George Bush. Okay. <laughs> great. Do George Bush. Thank you. I'm George W. Bush. Daddy always told me if I didn't finish my food, I, he would hit me. But I, he doesn't know that I stuffed my green beans under my plate. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. And you do the whole face, too. Oh, wait. And you did a good Trump on the show. Yeah, I do oh, Obama, Trump. You um, want to do Trump? Yeah. So great to be here. Thank you for having me. What a great program. Such a great program. You know, I've seen 
other podcasts. I've listened to other podcasts. This is the best podcast. No, it okay. Me out. I, I don't s- want to. Yo, sick. We're going to grab that sound bite and be like, Donald Trump is a huge fan. Ew, no. Like, Fuck no. Huge fan. Um, okay, wait. So you didn't answer what you eat. And that feels really important to me. Other than the salads show. in the hotel. Like, what else did you eat on the show? Jalen cooked. Oh, uh, no, you all cook. You cook for yourself. Okay. Were groceries um, like, did you write like a grocery list and they had it delivered? Yeah, you would say, I, I want raw chicken, raw steak. I'm going to cook it. Um, I was always on the grill. I w- the only thing is I would cook like, I got very lazy at home. I'm always cooking like on the grill. Like I'll, I'll make myself just big steaks, big chickens. In fact, I was, I was, I was literally about to put the steaks on the grill. I had Sorry. the chickens. On. <laughs> no, um, but Gianna used to cook for me a lot. Um, I, I would, I would say to Gianna, I go, um, you know, can you make me breakfast? And she always say yes. And then I would eat it with her outside and then, and then Hayden would be watching from a corner. And then, <laughs> I actually can like, I'm a dinosaur. I can like picture that. Like you just, you literally don't see literally how anything went. Like you just watch the show and you just see like this Gianna Hayden show and I'm watching like, so she only really ran to him when me and her were bad. Like there wasn't one moment on the show, like not one time where I couldn't make out with her if I wanted to. Yeah. Right. Well, okay. So I'm not trying to one up anybody, but I'm saying like, I'm going to call a spade a spade. I'm going to call it how it is. That literally is how it went down. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like on that note, um, who are you closest to in the house and like, who do you keep in touch with and who do you never want to see again? No, answer that the way you're comfortable with, obviously. Um, after the show, I, you know, on the show, I always been good friends with Hannah. I just, um, I just been good friends with Hannah. Um, and after the show, we would like speak every day. Oh my God. Um, I watched, um, I watched this shit where Zach Longo and Devin were prank calling her and telling her to, that they were shooting something in North Korea. And then you Zach, called them back and you were like, what the fuck did you do to my friend? It was very funny. Was so really Zach funny. Longo called me and he's like, I'm like, Hannah just called me and she's like, I'm going to the challenge in North Korea. <laughs> it's just so good. And I'm like, I looked, I said to her on the phone, I go, Hannah, no. <laughs> no. She, goes, she goes, what? I go, it's a prank. She goes, no, they really are. I go, Hannah, you can't go to North Korea. Hannah, did they ask you how big Ozzy's dick was? Because if so, it's probably not a real producer. Yeah. I, that was funny. I thought it was funny. <laughs> You, but no, not just fun, but you see like kind of how the house is now, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've told so, you, I've spent way too many hours of my goddamn life watching all y'all on Facebook live and shit. Like, it's really pathetic. <laughs> um, so, so Hannah is one. Great. Um, are you in touch with Gianna or not really? No, he blocked or he made her block me on every social media platform because he doesn't want her talking to me. Um, and that's what she told me. Those are her words. Mm-hmm. This is not my speculation. Those are her words. Right. Um, Who of the dudes are you like buddies with? Who's like your, your BFF? Tyler. Tyler um, hang out with Tyler all the time. Interesting. Do you, um, can I ask a question? So I felt like Tyler specifically was made to seem like pretty horrible. Like as a woman, like the way he, treated the women on that show or made it was made to look like he treated them. It was very hard to like get to like, like him, I guess, or try to like, you know, understand where he was coming from. I'm curious, like what about Tyler is that wasn't shown that you kind of wish was because if you're really good friends with him, I assume he's probably like not that bad. You know what I mean? But he definitely 
seriously was not made to seem like. Yeah, he came off pretty he poorly. He came off pretty poorly. And I, I'm I mean, I think he knows that. Yeah, I'm sure he does know that. But Tyler was, Tyler was cast for a reason, I think. Because um, he's cause hot. He never, <laughs> well, yeah, but he never cared about the show. Yeah. Okay. No, I saw that on social media. I saw him saying like. Um, well, no, he always thought he was, you know, better than better than the show or. Right. He's an ambitious individual, um, but he really just didn't care to date or any of that. And these expectations were thrown upon him. He told him straight up, I don't want to find a girl. I, I, I'm down to just go there, make the money and have fun. Cool. I mean, he said he never he never lied saying I want to fall in love or anything. And he was cast. And that was it. Um, since the sh- I try to tell you guys this. I, I, you know, I know a lot of people in my life. He is the most loyal person I've ever met. He's so he's just so fucking loyal. He he'll go out of his way for you like nobody I've ever met. Um, and it's weird because you know I, you watch a show you think God a guy like that no way no most loyal person I've ever met in my life. Um, wow yeah tri- you're you're describing a completely different Tyler. Than- but on the other hand I feel like he was always pretty straight up with what was going on and like to me that's a component of loyalty. That's true. It's just yeah. like he was. I, I feel like certain times he wasn't, but I don't. Know. <laughs> Wait, so, oh my God. I feel, I, he's a time, he's a good time. He's, uh, uh, he's all, he's just, he's very upbeat. He loves life. You know, he's excited about life. He's a young man. Um, and I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to advocate for my friend here. You know what I mean? No, of course. And I, you know what? You're, you're opening yeah. my eyes and I'm like, oh shit. Like, damn, I shouldn't have hated Tyler so much. <laughs> I mean, I well, think it's hard, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's tough. There's these, um, implicit or these just these um, expectations. Guess, yeah. Yeah. Expectations. I gonna, yeah. I was just going to say, like, within the scope of the show, I hated him. Not like. He did yeah. not have a good edit. No, like, he did not have a good that. edit. And, like, I understand, like, that. But. Well, let's be honest. The, the one thing he did do bad, which, what you know, editing can't do this, is Shannon Taylor Carey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the thing with Taylor was that, you know, you know, she was kind of needy with that. You know what I mean? Like, you look at Taylor, and you you would think like, why are you, like, you're you're gorgeous. Like, what are you putting up with? And then she's like, love me. Like, why are you doing this? Like, as it's soon a, as she it's, saw, a, it's a type of insecurity. Shannon, she should have walked away. Dude. Yeah, it's a type of insecurity that I think a lot of women have, and they're not like fully sure if someone's actually down, and if they literally don't get like a yes or no, they find it hard to like come up with that on their own or it's like almost a denial thing. I don't know. I also always thought that Taylor kind of like distanced herself from it and acted above it. I gotta be honest. I didn't like the casting. Um, But Carrie's great. uh, (laughs) Carrie. I like Carrie. I like Cam. I'm not saying the girls were terrible. I'm saying, you know, the girls were good for a lot of the guys in the house. The guys were, I mean, it was, it was a very messy season. Uh, But the thing is that that I thought is like, you know what I mean? The thing that I thought is like, you know, you're supposed to come on to sort of correct bad habits you've had in dating. And like the way this cast was set up, it looked like everybody was just encouraging each other with these bad habits of like, oh, I'm used to getting cheated on. So I'll continue to get cheated on because that's where I'm comfortable psychologically because like yeah. I, that's how I understand how to be loved or whatever in this like really kind of fucked up way. And like I didn't think the cast did a very good job in your season of trying to push beyond sort of what they were they used knew to. That they, were they went on straight their to their bad habits. It seemed like to me, I don't know. You're, I think you're frozen. On oh my God. Are you there? Yeah, yeah, there you are. I gave you a whole spiel. 
Oh, so I, I heard everything. Um, okay. Just, I don't, I don't know. I, you're right. People came in with bad habits, but I mean, I, those bad habits, I had them at 21. You know what I mean? The it was the youngest girl cast of of all Hollywood history. Yeah, that's, bad, that's bad news, bears. That young, yeah. like I was a young girl. Young once. bitches should not be on TV. I was a young girl once. If I had a camera in my face when I was twenty one, my fucking god, uh, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even want yeah. to. I said, I said this yesterday in After Buzz, and you know, you had a bunch of young impressionable girls, and you had. These guys who were players in real life, and they had two options. And they're also young and they're idiots, a lot of them. But they had two options. They would either take advantage of these girls or they would uh, exploit the girls. No, they would would exploit the girls or they would realize the insecurity and try to help them through it. Instead, they chose the first instead of the latter. Right. That's sad. And you feel like you did the latter. You feel like you tried to help? I'm a spectator after... That whole thing with Catherine should never happen. I was a spectator after like week one. Yeah. Right, I, and that's what I really. I, I realized I wasn't going to play a big role in this this uh, show. Yeah, that's what I really loved about your and Carrie's relationship, at least, or that one conversation that made it to air, where it seemed like you conversations like that every day. Yeah, yeah, and like that's why from then I on, Carrie, they would like literally like make her out to be this mean um, no. devil girl. They would call her and they would you know make fun of her and. I kind of would like, you know, like I said, she reminded me a lot of uh, family and I would sit down with her and I would say, Carrie, you know, you're, you're in the situation. You, you have one person to blame for being in the situation yourself because, you know, you are a smart girl. But if you were really, really smart, you would have never gave, you know, when you saw the whole Shannon Taylor thing going down, why would you jump into that with Tyler? You should have known exactly who he was. You have nobody to blame but yourself. And like your image is – you nobody can hurt your image if you never put yourself in a position to be vulnerable to look uh, a certain way. And that's what you uh, fucking did, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But no, then we feel like we self awareness. But I then feel. also, you know, what do you gain and lose then from being on reality TV and not being fully no, no, vulnerable? No, no, well, no. Here's here's what you're missing. This is what you're missing. Carrie, you put yourself in the situation by getting with Tyler. Oh right. Walk yeah. through the Shannon Taylor situation. If you really cared, you would have gone with, you know, Jalen or, or anyone. Or, yeah. Anyone, literally anyone else. So oh, you, you put yourself in the situation. Don't cry. Wah, wah, wah. Be a big <laughs> girl. Pull up, pull your pull-ups up. And, um, now she wanted to leave the house. They said, listen, now it's time to, it's crunch time. It's crunch time. Now you got to defend yourself. And, uh, yeah. Um, we have one more, we have a, like two more yeah, questions. And then we'll Just let you go back to your to sick barbecue. Yeah. Uh, so we want to know. Specifically, like, what's romance like for Michael Hoffer now? Is there someone special in your life? Are you looking? Are you, like, focusing on career? What's up? Um, I'm more lost right now with what I want to do than I've ever been. I, I have all these different paths I've set up, and I haven't, I'm not going down any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always open to the idea of meeting somebody. I'm not Mr. Sleep Around. Um, I've never been that guy just because... I don't know. It's not fun. No, I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to be a bitch. I'm just saying it's. It, it just never was me. I mm-hmm. mean, I, other guys were like, "Oh, this girl just texted me. I'm gonna go drive her to her house in the middle of the night." <laughs> I don't know where they get the energy. I, I, I was I, gonna I, say, like, where does that energy come from? Yeah. So um, right now, I actually am. T- um, I don't know. I, I'm. I'm talking to this girl. Sick. And, uh, but honestly, I. 
I'm like Jerry Seinfeld. I always fo- uh, find the thing I dislike most and I focus on it. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. I'm not saying surprise, but oh, what the fuck? Is that her right now? <laughs> Tyler. Oh my God. Oh, whoa. Answer it. No, I'm just kidding. Tyler. Yeah. I'm doing the uh, Truth Booth podcast right now. Hi, Tyler. The biggest fans. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Don't give anything away, dude. You're, you're on this podcast thing. Hey, I'm sorry, man. My phone's about to die, but hey, do you want to come up with me, Bananas, and his cousin Vinny tonight? Yes. Did you see them on my story, bro? No, I didn't. Where are you, in Boca? I'm hanging out with them tonight, bro. I'm done with them for a little bit. Uh, going to uh, West Palm. About? Yes. Fucking tell me when. Um, they're trying to ride out at 12. I'm going to hit up Kayla and see if Kayla's trying to come, too. Unbelievable, dude. All right, I'll see you then. <laughs> Peace. Yo, there's that energy, though. <laughs> yeah. So, but like I said, I, 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 I'm, 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 I have the same problem with girls that I have with um, my choice and what I want to do with my life, and that specifically is: Am I sure about this? Am I doing this because I feel like I have to, and I have no other choice? Um, is this, is this going to be lucrative in the future? Am I going to be happy in the future? I, um, that's the same yeah, process pre- I go through. <laughs> I feel like pre- part of my yeah, Jewish roots. upbringing <laughs> might be a little bit of that. <laughs> like, I am I am a real Yuda. I am I, a real Yuda. Nothing's ever good enough, you know. <laughs> my dating life is pretty lame. Okay. My dating life is lame. Come to New York. We'll buy you. We'll buy you champagne. I was in New York not too long ago. I come was, through, um, visit us. We'll do stand up in New York and we'll come. How about that? Where, where do you guys uh, stay at? We live in Brooklyn. Yeah, we live in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Okay. I don't know the area well. I always head out to Manhattan when I'm there just to see my cousin's girl with no job. So I go out to see her when I'm there, or I'll go out to see. My, oh, my other cousins. So, Are you from I mean, Florida originally? I, I'm from Florida originally. I'm born and raised in South Florida. I'm, I'm a real South Florida boy. Wow. Um, and, um, I mean, I should be more tan, I guess. But Oh, God. We're so fucking jealous of you. Look, I'm like in a scarf and a sweater. You're in a tank top. I've it's literally like, been, my fingers seriously. have been frozen for like 15 hours. It's um, horrible. Yeah, it's shit here. I hate the cold. I can't stand it's it. Fucking, I'm like, every day, I'm like, why do I live in New York? Why do I still live it's in New York? the greatest city on earth, motherfucker. True. But um, it's hard. <laughs> All right, so just to wrap up and let you get back to your chicken leg, your, like, fucking, like, Ren fair ass yeah, like, meat stick, yeah. um, you know, we just wanted to know if there's anything you want to plug, what's next for you in your career. Obviously, you mentioned stand-up. Uh, that's been a common thread in this conversation. So is there anywhere people should check you out? Or, um, To be honest, no. Um, just because I do like open mics around the area and um, I might be headed to law school in August I don't know yet Um, just everything is everything is up in the air you know what I mean yeah I'm just you know it it sucks when you say you're supposed to make shit happen but right now I'm kind of of waiting for the rain yeah I mean I think we're also at that age specifically like we're in this area of time where we feel like we should have a path and know it exactly and follow it and then there's just like all of these different paths that we can take. And I just, I personally feel overwhelmed by yeah, choices. Neither, neither of us know what the fuck we're doing. If yeah. that makes you feel any better. Yeah. <laughs> Other than our uh, free, are you the one fan cast? So, and, and that's what's brought us here. Yeah. So uh, Unemployment and, and enjoyment of reality television has brought us I, there. <laughs> all right. Honestly, 
Yeah, go ahead. So oh, no, I was no, just gonna, I was just gonna say we'll let you go. So, oh, that's all. Yeah. Unless you have anything else you want to say yeah, on anything, the record. Anything we didn't. Well, first of all, I just want to thank you guys for having me on. Obviously, uh, I think it was a lot of fun. Cool. Oh my god, for us too. It. Yeah. Not to like yeah. suck your dick too hard, but this was really so great, and yeah. uh, we're uh, really excited about it. It's cool. We had a we had a goal. Like, so we just like I was like working out one day, and I was watching the first episode of this season. And I was like, I kind of want to make a podcast. Because I've been like live tweeting this show and no one that follows me gives a shit. And like, I was like, maybe I should like make a podcast. And then like, I kind of. I was the one who introduced her to the show. Yeah. So I ended up hitting up Kate and being like, do you want to do this with me? And then, so we made this podcast and then we're like, all right, this will be for fun. It's chill, whatever. But and if then, we can get one cast member on it, we're good. <laughs> and then it turned out it was like our fave. So thanks. Like it's sick. Well, that's that we, awesome. we were able to reach that goal from like a. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, thanks. Thanks so much, Michael. Wait, can you do one, one, one more favor? Oh, for Leia, us? Yeah. Like I wanted you to, can you say, uh, this is Michael and you're listening to the truth booth, like DJ radio style. Yeah. What's your, uh, be like, this is DJ giggly bitch. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Okay. All right. Ready? So this is DJ Giggly Bitch in the morning. You are listening to the Truth Booth podcast. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh my God. You're the Thank best. You. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Take care. All right, guys. Go. All Bye. Right. Peace. Thank you. Thanks, dude. Thank Bye. you.